Friday nights at 7 o'clock on RazRadioLive.com. It's one of America's most popular radio programs. It's the LRWS. Don't believe us. Just ask Dallas Mavericks owner Mark Cuban. People are allowed to be morons. They're allowed to be stupid. They're allowed to think idiotic thoughts. So during your Friday night plans, make sure that you take Lawrence Ross, Thomas Lakeman, and Matt Davis with you. Dumb Florida morons. Make sure you give these guys a call at 941-421-0401. Get off the phone with you, wacky prick. That number again is 941-421-0401. They drive me fucking nuts over here, Chief. It's the LRD. US. You suck each and every Friday evening on RazRadioLive.com. You got a like a little internet or podcasting show or something? Chocolate drop. Yeah. Hold on, hold on, buddy. What is the chocolate drop a show about? Chocolate drop? Drop it on us. I kinda know. I will not listen if you don't tell me what it's about. It's about uh, uh, hip hop, red turd politics, man skewing, music. Yeah. Hold on, hold on, buddy. Chocolate it's every other guy that's got a podcast around here, okay? And where can people find the chocolate show? This man skewing, yes? Red turd RazRadioLive.com. There you go. Okay, and when does it air? Saturdays, 1 o'clock Eastern Time. Okay, and where can people find the chocolate show? RazRadioLive.com. There you go. I wish you the best, the, cho- the chocolate drop. And so basically, it's about every other person that's not in real radio that's trying to get in radio and do a show. Red turd Knock yourself out, kid. Red turd The ra- <laughs> RazRadioLive.com. There you go. It's time for a TF-52 flashback. Sooner or later, you're going to come to the realization that no matter what we do, nothing, it won't get better. You could live in your fairyland and think that, oh yeah, things are going to get better when we do this or when we vote this person in or when we, when we do that or blah, blah, blah. It's, it doesn't get better. And again, I'm not going by what I think will happen. I'm going by what I've seen what happened you know, in the past. All right, let, let's uh, let, let's uh, stick with our election coverage here tonight. Well, hey, but, I mean, let's, oh, yeah. before oh, hey. we get off that subject, I mean, do you have anything you would propose that could be done that would be effective? Or are you That's just gonna pointing end up out with the FBI visiting his house. Exactly. <laughs> I don't really talk about the thing that I think that would change this country, and but I have I have said it. Uh, in a in a hidden way, and what I've always what I will always say is you defund them, and uh, you figure out how to do that, and uh, then then we'll have the answer because all they're after is our money, and if you take the money away, they have no power. So, so like a Fight Club scenario. Wait, hold on, like a Fight Club scenario, and and Shifty said you said doom and gloom. What were you saying there? Oh, I said. So, uh, I was saying. So, amongst all this doom and gloom, we have some some really great news coming out of Massachusetts tonight. Do we? We what do. Medical marijuana has officially been passed in the great. Uh, I believe Massachusetts is a commonwealth. Is it not? Uh, yeah, I think it's like Pennsylvania, if I'm not mistaken. No, right. no. What, Massachusetts has medical marijuana passed though, which is great. Excellent. All right, what is that? The seventeenth state in the nation Eight, that's done it? Eighteenth, uh, I believe. I mean, you might be right. You might I, be I right. I think it's seventeen already. It would be the eighteenth state. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Florida's just holding out, man. Yeah. Yeah. Have, what the hell? Have, which makes yeah. no sense because we have this most sickest people down here. That would be. Go ahead. That would that would be the eighteenth state. Make sure you don't forget about the District of Columbia. 
Yes, of course. Of course, the people trying very hard to keep it from most of us have it legal in their state. (laughs) Go figure, right? Well, the people in power, it doesn't matter whether it's legal or not. They'll just do it and get away with it. Like we do. (laughs) Yeah, kind of like the rest of us do. I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) Allegedly, right? Being a cat can be damn tedious. People dangling bells and bits of string in your face all the time. Just be a dog. Run around, catch frisbees, pee on a fire hydrant. Life's more rewarding and you get access to lots of treats. Catch Salty Talk Mondays and Wednesdays and every Friday for Salty's weekend warm-up. 4 p.m. Eastern Time. Add a little salt to your life and be more dog.
This is your last chance. After this, there is no turning back. You take the blue pill. The story ends. You wake up in your bed and believe whatever you want to believe. You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland. And I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. I'm offering is the truth, nothing more. I bet you a lot of you have been waiting to hear that sound live for a while. Yes, it is true. We are back. It is August 15th, 2017. You're listening to the first 52 live on RazRadioLive.com, Radio Free Blood, Radio Chaos, Radio Confluence. The D and Salty Talk Live. That's where we're at. That's where you'll find us. That's where you'll hear us. Yes, we were on vacation for a while. We are back now. We are ready to, to get at it. We're going we're to have a little vacation talk. You, you know, i got to be honest. I don't know about you, honey, but I, I wasn't ready to come back I, to do radio anymore. Uh, I don't think anybody's ever ready to come back from vacation. <laughs> I didn't want to come back and do radio. I like. I, being disconnected for such a period of time like we were, I mean, I don't think people understand. This was the first time I was ever completely disconnected. For, what, three or four days there, I had no internet, no access to anything, and I kind of followed that whole that whole thing the whole time, honey. Yeah. Uh, I was shocked I at sh- how well you did with staying away from social media. I was trying very hard to stay off of it and not share. Of course, uh, the one that's that's been avoiding the internet and trying not to get into debates and discussions, uh, all the way out in Guatemala there. Fortoed, you there? I am here. Yeah, we got you. You're sounding good. How's your week been, my friend? That's been pretty good, but yeah. I just want to mention that, see, now that you're away from it, you don't want to do it anymore? Like, um, That's why I stopped. <laughs> And it, it's why you had to, like, twist my arm to, to come back, and I'm only doing it because I'm in Guatemala. <laughs> it, it is. It's really hard, man. I mean, I completely, I'm sure you noticed. What the hell was that, mm-hmm. Rooster? They yeah. Rooster's crowing in the backyard. Do I need to shut the window? <laughs> <laughs> no, you're fine. I just, it, it caught me off guard there. Uh, I, I literally, you, you watched my feeds. I'm sure you saw my Facebook not active, my, my Twitter not active. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I completely and totally disconnected from everything and anything I could. Doesn't it feel good? It felt great. It really did. Yeah. 
You should do that more often, like every week. <laughs> well, not every week. I mean, you know, I, I got to kind of you know, stay on the ball a little bit on what's going on. I was not looking forward to tonight's show because I know what we're going to talk about for the most part, and uh, it's just I'm, I'm like sick and tired of it. I don't, I don't even want to come back to the states. I don't blame you, man. You know, again, I didn't want to get back into reality myself. I didn't want to uh, step back into the circle of of stupidity that we've been uh, observing here for the past. I don't know, seven, eight, nine, twelve, fifteen, hundred years. I don't know how long we can <laughs> say it's been going on, uh, and and that's some of the stuff I want to address tonight because uh, we are going to get into obviously uh, the elephant in the room of what happened on Saturday and and this whole um, this whole alt right and and amnesty whatever the hell they are and and just stupidity in general because uh, it's if you think about it, Dave, these are. I, I'm still surprised that humanity and, and Americans in general are just are still so stupid that they can't figure out that for 60 or 70 years now, organizations within the government, around the government, people uh, with big money are, are financing and causing these things to happen. Uh, agent provocateurs, we talk about, maybe we shouldn't call them agent provocateurs anymore. Maybe we should call them crisis. I don't know. What should we call them? I don't know. Let's call, let's let's go what we could prove, and it's just one group of people fighting with another group of people. And you know, like uh, I've been watching this for a while now, and I uh, now it ended up with somebody murdered or or dead, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Um, and I'm just kind of sick of it. I don't I, I don't want to call them anything. Just you know, bad people. Well, and that's that's the main point is bad people. I, I listened to some other shows, uh, you know, today and yesterday, and uh, one of the things that was made. A statement was, you know, Black Black Lives Matter hasn't killed anybody, and and you know now we've got the neo Nazis have killed this 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 young lady that died in this this ter- uh, horrific uh, event that happened on Saturday. But but people seem to forget that um, somebody who wasn't a member of Black Lives Matter but was an associate, somebody who uh, decided to, to to relate themselves to Black Lives Matter, gunned down five cops. But that wasn't Black Lives Matter's fault. That was that one individual. So right. again, we're we're cherry picking uh, how we address people, and we're going to get into the history of uh, James there, uh, James Field, uh, James Alex Field Jr. There, there's some things that, as I started looking at this, Dave, over the past day or two, um, really grabbed my attention with my conspiracy cap on. Forget regular thinking. I'm thinking with the conspiracy. Th- cap as i was reading about this guy and there's many of things that are going to come out when we get into that discussion i don't want to get into that quite yet uh because it's it's going to be a, a big part I gotta, of it I gotta, hold on i gotta go i mean i'll be right back okay i gotta take a phone call okay take your phone call he's in guatemala who the fuck is calling him in guatemala that he he's has important. to he has to take the phone call now <laughs> let's let while he's taking the phone call let's back up a little bit because i got really heavy into it right in the beginning and i didn't want to do that i wanted to discuss our vacation a little bit and how how awesome it was other than the fact that i'm still itching and i've got rash and hives all over me still yeah the outdoors don't agree with you do they <laughs> they, did, they they agree with me i just wasn't paying attention i was doing stupid things and using things i don't usually use mm-hmm. but when you wander through the woods looking for firewood you should wear shoes and not sandals rule number one that would have uh, helped me avoid a lot of my problems. Probably so. <laughs> or just buy firewood. Yeah, that would have helped, too. But yeah, I got poison ivy while we were on our vacation. We camped for, uh, well, let's see. We camped for five days, and then we hoteled it for two days, and we came home, and then we 
Went to hell for two days. Yeah. <laughs> hell would be pretty accurate. Yeah. And it's not even that it wasn't a nice place. It was just the wrong time of year. We've, yeah. we've determined that. Well, you know, live and learn. Yeah. Well, that's what you do. Still, I'd prefer to do that than real life. <laughs> yeah, I'd rather be in hell at at, at uh, Kea Costa than deal with this crap that, that we see as we got home. Uh, so, yeah, what we did is we traveled up. Uh, we went up north to to Jenny Springs. If you don't know where that is, that's up by Gainesville, Florida. We met Bob Tuscan uh, in our travels, finally face-to-face. awesome. Uh, you know, I really, really regret not filming that. Uh, that was great video. That, that really would have been... Uh, the most comical but informative thing anybody had seen. Yeah, well, it was just nice to meet him, and his family's really sweet and cool house and property, and I like where they're headed. It's yeah, very cool. Yeah, he's definitely growing freedom and trying to, doing the best mm-hmm. that he can. Uh, obviously, uh, he uh, he had to point out some failures and some struggles he's been having on the property there. Uh, which was interesting because you, you you know that's that's part of uh, the problem here in America. That's part of Americans' problems. They can't uh, point out their their defects. They can't point out their you know uh, um, what's the word I'm looking for here, hon? Well, everyone wants their downfalls. To, yeah, everyone wants to give a picture perfect uh, life on the front, but you know sometimes you do have challenges, especially trying to live the way that they are. And, uh, but no, it was cool and they're definitely sticking to it and that's not easy to do. And I just thought it was very, very cool. Yeah. Dave, do you hear that? We, uh, we met Bob Tuscan finally in person. Oh no. I just, I just walked back in the, in the apartment. Well, that's what I figured. Uh, no, that's cool. How, how was he? Uh, it was, we had a good time. We, uh, we wandered his property. He's on what? Three and a half or five acres. I forget. I'm not sure. Was, I think maybe more than that. It was a pretty big piece of property. Uh, he has been going through some struggles uh, setting up the, the property. But it's really neat because the house kind of sits up high and then uh, it rolls down the property to the final resting place where there's a lake at the very back part of it. Nice, nice. Yeah, he's got a good setup. And it's it's back there, man. I didn't think the van was going to make it. <laughs> I really didn't think that- it was going to is that where you camped, or you just went to go visit him? No, we just went to go visit him. Uh, so the camping, we started out at Jenny Springs, uh, which mm-hmm. is right outside Gainesville, which is very near to him. Uh, that was a great experience. It's a beautiful scenery. Um, the biggest thing there is don't go on a Saturday. Don't don't go to set up camp on Saturday. you got to go before the weekend or after the weekend. You wouldn't believe right, right. the amount of people there. Oh, my God. It was freaking ridiculous. But then again, <laughs> it was the week before college started, and it's right outside of college town. So all the kids are just getting back in the town, setting up their hotel, their uh, apartments or their houses or whatever. And we're taking the weekend, I'm sure, for a break. It was flooded with college kids. Right, right. And and Ginny Springs is a diving. It's a, it's a natural spring. The water is crystal clear. It's cold as fuck. It's crystal clear. <laughs> And um, there's many different diving caverns where, like, even the signs say right on, divers have died here. Uh, so right, it, right. it's pretty impressive to see. Obviously, I didn't do any diving. We we ran the spring down. Uh, what, you did it three times or two times, honey? Uh, I think I went three times. Yeah, and the third time, you got chased by an alligator. Yeah, there was an alligator <laughs> coming down the third time. We were like, oh, okay, well, I'm done here. <laughs> they were in our big four. I've, you've seen the pictures of our big four-person float, right? Uh, yes. My new one. So they were all mm-hmm. floating down the river on that. 
And uh, I, I had stayed in. I forget why. Oh, because I just didn't feel like dealing with it at that point in time. Uh, and so I had stayed in, and I was cooking dinner or getting stuff together, and they floated down the last time, and this gator followed them the last time. Uh, it was like 50 yards behind them for a good point mm-hmm. of the, the trip, and there's not supposed to be gators in there, really, because it's so cold. Yeah. Well, it is Florida. Yeah, well, you that's know, true. The, the, the canal that I used to live on, you know, gators aren't supposed to go in, in saltwater canals, and there was, a, at one point, it was a, a 10-footer in there, and I almost uh, shot that fucker. Well, you know, I've been reading a lot about that, and it's not that they can't survive in the saltwater. It bothers their eyes just as it bothers ours. And a lot of times when you find gators in pools, that's because they were in saltwater at some point in time or trying to rinse off. At least that's what I've been told. Right, right. Well, you know, that's that's, that's Florida. That's just what we got to deal with, you know? Yeah, exactly. Oh, I don't mind. I love gators. I, I right. find them intriguing, and I like to watch them. So then we leave Ginny Springs after, let's see, we got there Saturday, stayed there till Monday. Uh, and yes, Josh, uh, I always knew camping was work. Uh, just just got to realize the camping I've done was always uh, not really camping. It's called bivouacking because I was in the Army. I never camped for, like, fun. Uh, so when we did that for fun... It was a lot of work, absolutely. But I think, Lexi, uh, Dave, you know Lexi and I, and you know how well we we, we bond together when it's time to do something. Mm-hmm. And uh, we really, by the end of this trip, we could set up and break down a camp in a matter of no time at all. I mean, we were trying like really hard to make record we on it. We worked it. Yeah, we got it good. We, we definitely put our teamwork together. Uh, we could have a camp set up and ready to roar in 45 minutes and torn down in an hour and a half. Nice, nice. And we were really proud of that. So we, we tear down on Monday, and we leave Ginny, and we start heading over to the Florida Caverns, which is over uh, right outside Tallahassee a little bit. And on the way there, we find this restaurant. Lexi, when we travel, she'll go on, um, what do you go on, Yelp? Or no, do you just I go just, on the map? Yeah, I just look for restaurants nearby, but I try to find unique ones. But we found a, what was it called? A Backwoods Crossroad. Backwoods Crossing or something? Backwoods Crossroad, I thought it was. Or was it Backwoods Crossing? Anyways, it's like a, a farm-to-table restaurant. And mm-hmm. they had their own garden out in the front of it and through the back. And uh, mm-hmm. all of their meat selections were locally sourced mm-hmm. and fish and things. Their quail was, they raised their own quail for meat. And they uh, and they raised their own eggs for chicken, but they didn't butcher the chickens. Right. And then the, the beef all came from a Seminole County. They had this massive indoor herb garden as well. It was really cool. So their menu constantly changed, and that place was awesome. Food was incredible yeah. there. Yeah. So I wanted to point that out. If you're ever traveling through the Panhandle region in between Tallahassee, Tallahassee and Gainesville, uh, it's definitely well worth it. And it wasn't super yeah, expensive. Yeah, and it's right off the highway, too. Yeah, and it wasn't expensive, really. Yeah. It was within any other yeah. decent restaurant pricing. Yep. Uh, so then we continued from there to the Florida Caverns. Now, Dave, do you know anything about the Florida Caverns? I do not. I didn't even know there were caverns in the state, right. in that state. It's a really neat story. Um the caverns were, I can't remember the guy's name, but we Potter. actually, Potter, mm-hmm. this guy named Potter, they were surveying the, the state park land. Uh, it must be time to get up. <laughs> <laughs> Shut that turkey up. So often, it happens so often you don't even notice it anymore. Yeah, I, I can imagine. <laughs> so this guy Potter was surveying the state park. I forget the reasoning. He, I, I forget what they were doing. Uh, and as he was wandering around, he found this hole, a, a, a tree had fallen and he saw this hole. So he, 
to, I guess the guy was well known to explore, and he jumped in the hole and found the caverns. And they, they, what they did is they went around, this was right at the beginning of the Great Depression, like 1931, 32-ish, and uh, they went to, <laughs> they went to the families. <laughs> hey, it, you know what? It adds to the, to the, to the whole show. I love it. It's good. I like mm-hmm. it. Uh, so they, they, they went around to all the families in Florida. And they brought in 200 kids or 200 men from every family. And what they did is they paid them a dollar a day, $30 a month. Uh, what mm-hmm. they, they went in and they, they cleared these caverns out and, and made it a tourist attraction, basically. But what they would do is at the end of the month, they would give the guys that they were feeding, they were clothing, and they were housing, they would give them five bucks spending money. And they would send the $25 back to the family to feed the family. Mm-hmm. So your 18-year-old son might go do this for a year or two in order to keep the family functioning. You know, right, Because right. there was no welfare. There was no food stamps. There was none of that back then. So this so was... You a, so, you mean, so you mean a job uh, paid you enough so that you could survive and send money back? Yeah, imagine yeah. that. Yeah. Hmm. So what year was that? That was 19... Well, it was during the Depression. It was from 32 until the beginning of the American involvement beginning in World War II. So I think it was 42 or 43. Yeah, it was like 10 years that it yeah. took them to... And they were called the, the CCW, um, Civil... Council... Civil... Yeah, look that up because I can't remember what it was. But it was a neat little thing that they did. And it was... It, 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 it helped develop the... The character of the people we saw, uh, the older people that we look at now, uh, and things like that, I have to believe were going on in, in multiple states, not just here in Florida. That was Florida's solution to the Great Depression. One man's mm-hmm. solution to the Great Depression here in Florida. Civilian Conservation Corp. Yeah, that's what it was. CCC, huh. that's right. See, the key word there is civilian. No non-government uh, intervention, and uh, it seemed to be successful, right? Yeah, I'd say so. I mean, it kept these guys flowing. It kept families out of the poverty. It kept families fed back home, and uh, you know, it, it allowed to develop this beautiful state park. I mean, this park was so impressive. I could just go live there, it, sleep in a tent <laughs> for the rest of my life. It was really nice. I mean, the the, the facilities were good. The park was pretty. All those banana spiders were freaking huge they didn't they're bother big. us well they didn't they, they didn't bother us they're big though right they're, they're huge. Big enough to be a little scary <laughs> yeah. we woke yeah. up and they had formed their little webs overnight and the sun was coming through and there were trees in between each site and on both mm-hmm. sides where the sun was coming through you could just see webs everywhere and then when you started <laughs> spanning across you, you could just see them everywhere I was like, don't walk in the woods. <laughs> so Stay other, on the trails. <laughs> other than the cavern. Oh, so this guy wandered, found the cavern. They built this cavern. It's amazing to walk through it. Uh, it's 65, you know, 65 to 70 degrees year-round when you're in the cavern. Uh, there's stalactites and stalagmites all over the place. There's, there's these ponds that form in some of the areas that are perfectly still because there's no wind. It's amazing. It looks like glass. Yeah, it literally <laughs> looks like a bowl full of solid glass. Uh, so we, we did that, which was just incredible and and well worth the visit. And then they have right past our campground, if you walk down the trail from our campsite, there was the blue hole. Now, you saw the pictures Lexi and I shared of the blue hole, didn't you, Dave? Yeah, I do believe so, yeah. 
imagine this humongous 30 foot deep turquoise aquifer mm-hmm. it's just unbelievable i've never seen i mean i live in beautiful water here in southwest florida you know I, our water i've been to the caribbean i've seen beautiful this was just mesmerizing to see this water yeah it was a very pretty color Unbelievable. So definitely a trip worthwhile. Then we had to take the kid to Legoland, of course. Uh, we're just giving a rundown mm-hmm. just to catch everybody up. We're giving a rundown of the vacation before we get into, like, serious topics. Because we will get into serious topics, I promise you. But it's – I've been enjoy- I've enjoyed my vacation so much. It just – I have to tell you about it. It's just <laughs> yeah, so much fun. Yeah, it looked like you were having fun. And, and, well, first of all, you spent the first week on the boat, which, you know, was probably – No, that was the end of fun. it. That was the end of it. The f- oh, the end, right, the second week. Okay, yeah, that was the second week, yeah. And aside from the fact you look like you're having fun in the boat, you know, just on the weekends alone. Um, like, I've, I, I've always wanted to do boat camping, like, you know, go. And that's why I, the, the second boat that I bought, or the last boat that I bought, um, that was the purpose, was I was going to take it. And, you know, as soon as I came home from work, I was going to jump on the boat and go out and find an island to live on for two days and then come back to work. Um, you guys can kind of do that, well, maybe overnight or whatever, but... Um, that looks like something fun. Maybe like in September, October, when it's not ridiculously hot out. Well, that was the big thing when we were up at the Florida Caverns. The first night there, we actually had wished that we had sweatpants and sweatshirts and heavier blankets because it actually got cold mm-hmm. the first night there. And again, this was that's in the mountains a little bit. And uh, people don't think of mountains in Florida. Well, that's the mountains in Florida, honey. I mean, it's it's right at the base of the Appalachian Mount- Mountains. If you look down the Appalachian Trail, the Appalachian Mountains. That's the beginning or the end of it, whichever side you start on. Yeah, it's not exactly a mountainous region, but okay. <laughs> I, I've lived in mountains, I know, but oh, that's okay. mountains for Florida. Oh, well, excuse me. Well, hey, you little Florida girl, <laughs> little Georgia girl there. You ain't never seen no mountains. Well, actually, you went up to where I grew up, where I, where I lived in Pennsylvania. That was like a vacation spot for you. God. Yeah, you know it's funny listening listening to you guys talk about these hills in Florida, and I'm you know all I got to do is look out the window and I see three volcanoes that are twenty five hundred feet higher than where I am now, and I'm five thousand feet up. That's pretty. Have you gotten uh, adjusted to the altitude? Have you had any issues with the altitude? I don't know if I ever asked you that since you've been there. No, not at all. But my uh, my landlord downstairs, he we recently well he went to Shayla, which is two and a half hour motorcycle ride away, and he had got an apartment there because he wants to be in a place that's more of a city, and he was just going to go spend the weekends there. Um, but he got because it's I think it's eight thousand feet above, and he was getting altitude sickness, and it takes a couple of days for your body to adjust, recover. Yeah, um, but you know he would come home. So, like, he just, he wound up giving up the apartment because he's like, I'll go there on a Friday and I won't be better again till Sunday, but by Sunday I gotta come back. So, oh, yeah. there is that here. There is that here. You know, although I rode there, uh, I don't know, two, three weeks ago, I rode with him to Shayla and I didn't, I didn't feel a difference, but I was only there for a couple of hours. I remember living in the mountains and moving from, you know, where I grew up in South Jersey, uh, was very flat land. We were right, you know, close enough to the coast, things like that. When I moved to Pennsylvania, it, it, we, you know, we were up at the highest point east of the uh, Mississippi, where I lived was literally a few miles from that point, and it's only, I, I think, of twenty eight hundred feet or something. I don't remember the exact height that it was. It wasn't that much, uh, but it was the highest point east of the Mississippi, 
and it, it took some adjustment. You know, your ears pop, you do get a little winded a little easier, and uh, it makes for a difference in, in living. Yeah, well, I, I don't know if, if the 5,000 feet above sea level that I'm at now is better than the, um, you know, sea level that I was in Florida, but I'm, uh, I seem to be getting healthier and healthier while I'm here. I could believe that. Well, I'm sure a lot of that has to do with your eating, uh, for starters. You're eating healthier stuff. You, uh, when was the last time you were at a fast food restaurant? When I went to Shayla three weeks ago, I actually went to McDonald's just to have it. <laughs> yeah, but wasn't it different? Did you did you feel it was different, or oh, am I just assuming? It's, it sucked. Well, I, uh, the girl that, the girl that I was with, she went and got McDonald's, and I said, "Hey, get, can you get me some French fries?" And I went and I got a Subway sandwich, um, and the Subway sandwich sucked ass, and so did the uh, French fries. Um, Why do you think it sucked? Uh, well, here's the thing. Everyone loves fucking McDonald's French fries, right? Without a doubt, you can get anywhere in the country or anywhere in the United States to go there, and it's good. Uh, it seems to be they don't have the same um, quality, at least at the mall. Um, it was just like I got – there's never really any short fries in a McDonald's thing. You might get a straggler here and there, but like half the fries I got were fucking inch and a half long and crunchy. You know, it just – it didn't taste good. Could have been because they were real, there. like real potato, maybe, and that's why. And it wasn't, you know, the oh, fake crap oh, that's here. Definitely not. Um, it, I think it was worse crap. Definitely, definitely not. Um, definitely not. Right. Well, because the people here they want to do what first world people do, so they go and they'll have that shitty food. Whereas you know, people from America were like, wait, wait a minute, we're not eating this. We got to make it a little bit better. Yeah. Um, and. And I know fast enough, food when I was abroad too was shitty by comparison. Maybe that's because fast food's not supposed to be good, and you should avoid know. it as much as possible. <laughs> McDonald's French fries are pretty damn good. Well, you know me. Yeah, <laughs> I, I've housed some McDonald's French fries in the past year that Mikey's brought home. Yeah. You'd be grandma. sad if you got shitty ones that were an inch long and crunchy. <laughs> Tasted bad. I guess so. I guess so. I really don't want to talk about food now. I'm seventy-two hours into a water fest. Ugh. Oh, that's yeah, the you got honey. You, you got the honey and the lemon going. No, no, no. That uh, that that would be the master cleanse. I'm just doing water. Actually, um, in the mornings, I'll I'll put a little bit of um, Bragg's. Uh, what the hell do you call that? Cider vinegar. Thank you so much. Um, and a little lemon juice and a little salt because you need you need some minerals. Um, but uh, actually, today I'm not all that hungry. Uh, the hunger was yesterday and the day before. <laughs> today I'm ju- I'm actually just. I'm shot, man. I, I, I have no fucking energy whatsoever. Worn you down um, a little bit. How much longer yeah, are you doing yeah. that? Well, I'm trying to get my body into ketosis, and I'm trying to do this this fast for a long time to reboot my body. Um, so if I, they say by about the fourth day, so by tomorrow I should get my faculties back, and like because uh, I think right now uh, my body is burning the fat, not the sugar. Um, because I haven't entered any sugar in my body and, and now it's just feeding off my own fat. And my fat is probably filled with so many fucking toxins that that's probably why I have this negative feeling, you know. Uh, but we'll see. I want to go seven days. And if I can go seven days and find out that I can go further, I'm going to go as far as I can. Cause they say once you, once you pass the fourth day, you don't feel hungry anymore. Your brain starts firing on all eight cylinders and everything starts working. Although you have bad breath and Fat. diarrhea. Um, but uh, they say the next time you get hungry again is when your body's done feeding off the fat in your body and now needs new fat. So I will be much skinnier by the time you see me, hopefully. Oh, you've already looked like you lost a lot of weight being there. 
<laughs> so it 40, looks like it's doing you good. 40 pounds. Yeah, that's, that's definitely Goodness. good for you, brother. I'm glad to hear that. Most of that, actually half of that, I lost in the States. So you lost 20 here and 20 there. Yeah. Getting ready to go but there. I, I've been... I, I've been I've been drinking too much here. <laughs> well, <I> gotta, <laughs> but you're still losing weight though, so you're you're obviously not drinking uh, beers. You're drinking more alcohol. Yeah, but I was I I went back to uh, rum and cokes, and so I tried to get rid of the coke because I was doing good with the low carb, low sugar in the states, and I did the first week or month that I was here. But once I got comfortable going out, now I go out all the time by myself, and I, I had to stop. I haven't been out of the household. That well, I went for a walk. I, I haven't. I have I, I, the, th- the cool thing about this this fast is I'm saving money both and not going out and I haven't bought any food. Like my refrigerator is empty. I'm not I'm not going to buy anything until I you know I'm really hungry. But what if the end of the world comes? How are you going to survive, Dave? Oh, there's plenty of food here. <laughs> I'll, it's right I'll around kill the that corner. Chicken that I'll kill that chicken that's outside. Yeah, that fucker <laughs> keeps screaming. Yeah, you better kill him. All right, uh, all over the place, man. Time to get serious, kind of. Uh, well, actually, not even kind of. We're going to get serious here. I guess Trump just had a press conference. I want to hear what he has to say. And it actually, I hate to say it's going to be kind of directed towards the way I want to go, but based on what I just read while you were talking there, uh, well, honey, if you walk out, you can't hear what he's going to say, and then we can't. She, As I go to move into, like, serious talk, she gets up and walks out. See, she's doing the smart thing. <laughs> Well, I gotta wait for her to come back we had, now. We we all had puppy dogs and and unicorns for the first forty minutes. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> well, you, you gotta be happy a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I had you to know, I had to share uh, my vacation experience, you know, and, and talk about the good times because that's part of what I think a lot of people are missing. And and we'll, again, this is all tying into uh, to my thoughts on what's gone on here and. The fact that we've been warning of these things, and based on what I read, and I'll get into it briefly here, based on what I'm reading here on, on what he just said, it's kind of along the lines of what my take is. And my take, uh, just to get it all out, out on the table, is that we have what we call agent provocateurs, we have uh, paid provocateurs, we have uh, people that are employed by George Soros groups or other groups uh, to cause these problems. This is not a new event. This is not, uh, this shouldn't be surprised that anybody that's paid attention for any period of time, we know that they uh, have sent people in, not just recently. I mean, we can go all the way back to the 70s with the Black Panthers and, and, and we can go in the 80s and 90s with, you know, Waco and, and Ruby Ridge and, and different groups like that. We can go to the, to to um to Woodstock, you know Woodstock was a success, a success, and then they tried to replicate it out west, and they brought um, the the biker gangs in, which doesn't make any sense to bring biker gangs in as security, which totally destroyed the theory of what Woodstock was and and what that movement was supposed to be. Uh, and they used COINTELPRO. That's that's why I played played that song earlier to bring everybody's mind into that set and. That's something I think we have seen happen yet again. Uh, is is uh, is the money matters? The people with money, the people that want to affect the basic belief of the people of this nation and of the world, but mainly of this nation. Because let's be honest, we're fucking stupid Americans. We we are dumb. 
Mm-hmm. We believe whatever they tell us. We don't research. We don't pay attention. Uh, and that goes into what I'm going to say about this this James guy that allegedly drove the car. But let's see. Let, let's hear what our fearless leader said a few moments ago. When I make a statement, I like to be correct. I want the facts. This event just happened. In fact, a lot of the event didn't even happen yet as we were speaking. This event just happened. Before I make a statement, I need the facts. So I don't want to rush into a statement. So making the statement when I made it was excellent. Now, I guess basically what he's talking about there is people complaining that it took him so long to condemn this attack on Saturday. Uh, Would you kind of agree with that, Dave? Yeah, yeah. You know, a lot of people were, oh, well, the progressives were talking about, oh, he should, he should deny it immediately. And because that's the way some of these people go. They, they, they're like, well, it, it's a, they're emotional. It's a knee jerk reaction. And you know, look, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta agree with him. You know, get all the facts. Uh, it's horrible that somebody died, but let's get the facts. Right. You know, it's still, it's, it's still probably really bad. Um, I mean, there's going to be no good outcome to this. But, you know, yeah, you want to get the facts. You want to find out. Like, my initial thing was that I've just, I just thought somebody, because the pictures that I saw, I really didn't investigate this because I, I, I honestly, Sean, I hurt. I was like, that's it. This, I was broke the camels, the destroyer broke the camels back. Um, I'm fucking done with the United States. Uh, cause it's just, just it's, it's not going to get better. It's going to get worse. Um, but he's right. You, you, you back off, you wait for the statements, cause every fucking time there's, there's something, the, the media reports things wrong, and it takes a day or two for, to shit to sort, sort out. So, yes, let him fuck. And what's the big deal of the president? Why does the president have to say something? He's not the president of, well, he has to, den- he has to denounce these groups, you know, just as, uh, if we all recall a few years ago when, when, uh, Black Lives Matter had formed and, and there were some assaults and some deaths and things like that based around people that associated with Black Lives Matter. Matter, everybody condemned Obama for not speaking out against Black Lives Matter. Uh, and I know that's the argument that everybody's been saying, oh, well, it, it happened. And I'm not I want to make sure I make this clear. I don't I don't support the KKK. I don't support white supremacy. I don't support neo-Nazism. I don't support uh, the new Black Panthers, the old Black Panthers. I don't support any group. The shirt I'm wearing right now, which is a shirt I just picked up, a bumper sticker I just put on my van, it says resist. And through the words are different symbolizations of religion and organizations. So basically it's saying resist the organization, the control, the people that are trying to tell you what to do. Use your own mind to decide what to do. Yeah. And and uh, I reposted uh, somebody um, put up a George Carlin quote, and how I, I like individuals because when groups get together, they do they they ultimately do things that suck, and I, I that's just you know me um, doing a fast. Oh, here it is. I love individuals. I hate groups of people that have common purpose because they soon have little hats, armbands, fight songs, and a list of people they're going to go visit at three a.m. Right, and, and that's exactly what happens. And people got to keep in mind, this is not uh, a surprise. Uh, Election Day, and it took me some time to find the documentary, but Election Day I ran a documentary called Make America Hate Again. And it was all about the rise of this alt-right, a re-emergence of the um, white supremacy movement and these groups growing again. Uh, But majority of the time historically this isn't even just i'm not even saying now but historically these groups 
are usually 90% FBI agents or CIA agents, or, or and that's proven. Uh, you go back to the KKK and the neo-Nazis in the beginning of the 80s, you'll, they'll tell you two out of three people were FBI agents mm-hmm. within these movements. And in a lot of the documentaries I've studied, at least. Uh, so I'm, I wouldn't be surprised. Uh, who was the guy? How, not um, Turner? Hal Turner? Was he the one that, that was like a, a big uh, uh, white supremacy guy that turned out being uh, an FBI informant in the long run? Was it, Is yeah. that the name? I I don't know the names of these people. You got to understand, I'm fucking, I'm, a, I'm in a fog right now, so I'm not going to really be on point anyway. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I want to say it was Hal Turner. Or some, I, I'm sure the listeners listening right now know who I'm speaking of, who, who it, was, it came out that he was an informant. This was back in the mm-hmm. uh, not, late 90s, I believe. Uh, so this is nothing new. It's the same thing. I mean, they're actually running Craigslist ads uh, to, to bring these people out. So when I speak about uh, – uh, when I speak about – freedom of speech because this is an important thing when i speak about freedom of speech i'm not saying i support any of these organizations or groups but i'm saying i support their right to believe how they want to believe and as long as they don't harm somebody Mm -hmm. as long as their actions don't hurt somebody then that's fine and you can't blame you can't blame one guy who is described as a nazi sympathizer for a whole movement, whether I agree with what the movement stands for or not, you can't. It's just not right. Well, who calls them Nazis? Do they call themselves Nazis? Well, no, they've turned into alt right. The, the the progressives call themselves not calling them Nazis. Dude, who? What does it matter? Who's calling what? What? It's, it's because it's well, because because I, I have a point here. Words have meanings, right? What is a Nazi? I have the definition right here. This historical definition is a member of the National Socialist German Workers' Party, right? In the derogatory version is a person with extreme racist or authoritarian views, okay? Second uh, definition here, a person who seeks to impose their views on others in a very autocratic or inflexible way. Now, those last two statements, who do they describe with the exception of ra- Well, actually, you can even include racist in there, and I can actually back that up. But who does that, who does that describe? The U.S. government? No. Oh, I'm sorry. Both sides, the progressives and the alt-right. Right. Okay? Because a person with extreme or, 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 thir- or authoritarian views are, we could see the progressives over the last year and a half, they want to, sh- they, they want shit to go only their way and they're ready to be violent about it, right? The, 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 the things that, the shit that's happening at Berkeley, the, the, the riots, you know, um, lighting, lighting cars on fire, breaking windows to the college that they go to, they're destroying it, right? But they're peaceful. And dude. also, they haven't ran no, any not. girls over. No. Well, oh, no, there was one that was shooting up cops and, and, and snipering. I think I remember that guy. Well, it, it, well let's, let's, let's be honest here. The conservatives one-upped everybody, right? Or, or not even the conservatives. Let's just say the neoconservatives. Whatever the hell you – whatever label you want to put on it. The other side one-upped it, right? And I fear that now the progressives or the other side is going to one-up them. Right? And this is this is going to spiral out of control because they they both hate each other and they both think they're right. But the know? sad part That's is they the hate problem. each other and they both they both hate each other because they're lied to. They both think they're right because they're lied to. If they would if 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 people would just get past this what they see 
and try to use their mind instead of their eyes when they choose people to associate with or choose people to to follow. If they used their minds and their hearts and not their eyes, they wouldn't choose the same people they're choosing. I think we can agree on that. Well, here's the deal. Everyone's been, you know, indoctrinated to to, to vote. I actually had to um, unfriend two people that were very dear to me at one point um, because they're blaming everything on white males. And, you know, for the first time, like this morning, I woke up and I'm like, um, after I unfriended them or before I unfriended them, because I was going to I was going to I was going to fucking bitch them both out. um, I was like, you know what? Thank you very much. For the first time in my 49 years of life. I'd grown up in Brooklyn in a very mixed neighborhood. You know, I had I had friends of all shapes and sizes and colors and religions. Um, thank you for the very first time in my life, I felt I was being judged only by the color of my skin. And th- this is the beginning of hate for them. You know, they're they're actually you say something about Muslims. They'll, they'll cut you down. You can't say that about all Muslims. It's only the radicals. You say something about black people. You can't say that about black people. It's only the, the, the bad apples. But yet, they could turn around and say all white males are bad. Yeah. This is white man's fault. Yeah. Right? And I'm like, you don't fucking know me. You don't know. I've never done anything like that. I have. I probably have more fucking, more of a diverse friend base than you guys do. But yet, I'm marginalized, and I'm like, wow, now, I, now I'm starting to see how people could judge on the color of their skin and the fact that I have a penis, right? Because it's not white, because they're white, you know? They're white females, you know? And and here they are. They sit in, in their fucking... Well, and that spins it also, that spins it also to the, to the, the women's movement that has gone... Uh, has grown just out of hand, just as out of hand as all these other movements, uh, and this is why I don't prescribe to movements. I used to, and I tried very hard, like the Ron Paul movement. I tried to, you know, the Liberty Movement, whatever you want to call it, the the Truther Movement. You know, this is why I don't prescribe to any of these anymore. Subscribe to any prescribe, subscribe, subscribe. Right. This is why I don't subscribe <laughs> to any of these anymore because they're, they're, you don't know who to trust or believe in. You don't know. Well, I'm going to do what I believe in. And and what I believe in is you want to be pleasant and friendly with me. I'm going to be pleasant and friendly with you. I'm going to express that to begin with. If if that's the way you are, you hate babies and uh, women and uh, poor people. Yeah, well. You want them all to die. Yeah, well, maybe maybe some of them need to die, but that's okay. I'm being a little bit facetious there, but that's kind of what they say. You know, like if 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 you don't, I I can't believe Cynthia fucking said that shit this morning. I'm like, oh, that's who it was. That's one of them, I guess. And um, wow. And I was like, so I was like, so Obama gets a pass, right? And like, I chose not to. Well, see, that's making a lot of these right. That's making a lot of these leftists uh, very angry because we're we're throwing that back out, and it's. And I'll agree with Matt Major on this one because he, he made the statement today. What, what Obama did is what Obama did, and it doesn't matter at this point in time. We need to look at what's going on now. But but the problem w- with that statement is we need to look at what happened in the past because this is part of the scheme that they use. It's it's a right. repeat, repeating of history. It's, it's, it's just the other side is doing the extreme. When Obama was he- in place, there was extreme from the left just as severe as the extreme we're seeing from the right. 
Well, see, the thing is, and, and when I state, when I say stuff like that, well, this happened during this, you know, when, when, when things were reversed, they think it's because I'm, I'm for the current administration. I'm like, no, no, no. I'm pointing out the fucking hypocrisy, right? I'm a political atheist. I don't give a fuck about either side, right? I think you all are fucked up. Um, but I'm just pointing out that yes, I'm trying to turn the mirror in, in their face to say, you're guilty of the same shit. Wake the fuck up, you know? And, you know, they're just as, you know, one side is angry at the other side. And they, again, like I said earlier, they both think they're right with a passion. And I feel that they're both wrong. I'm going to read this quote here. Jason Kessler has been bringing hate to our town for months and has been endangering the lives of people of color and endangering other lives in my community. The man, Jeff Wider, said in an interview later, free speech does not protect hate speech. Hmm. That's the beginning of the end because that's exactly what it protects. That's right. We we've turned terminology into meaning different things. Listen, you don't have to agree with anybody says. And you can have your response. If you want to go punch that person in the face, that you can do that. That's your freedom to do that and you're gonna suffer the consequences because you've now produced a victim. But you can do that right. if that's and, what you and feel. And you now do. committed a crime, right? Exactly. And you now committed a crime. But saying, you know what, kill all the ends, even though that's a ugly, disgusting thing to say, you can still say it. Right. You could you could say that, but if you say I'm going to kill these ends in these church churches, that's the threat. That's the illegal part. It's the threat. It's not saying it. It's making the threat. But and even you, even you know, until I, see, that now we're we're at a pre-crime if you're going to respond on threats because if I say I want to kill all these these ends in that church and nothing ever and happens to them, I, I but if nothing ever happens to them, there is no yeah, crime. That's, there's there's a, that's a gray area, and I and I don't know which side I, I'm on at that at this point, you know. But um, like I live in a country where speech is criminalized, you know. You can't call the indigenous population indigenous, right? You can go. I can go to jail for that. Um, for saying indigenous. And he, yeah. Well, uh, there's a specific word. I think it's called uh, Indio or in in whatever. It's it's part of it's a Spanish version of indigenous. So basically, you're just calling them indigenous, but um, they don't like it, and they've created uh, laws against it. And so it's like country, the N word. <laughs> exactly. It's 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 like the N word. Um, and in this country, you are guilty until proven innocent. So. You know, it is, it has made me appreciate the First Amendment and the Second Amendment, uh, even more because, and even the Fourth and Fifth. You know, you can get, you can get, I can get, I, I can get fucking frisked in this country by the cops and I can't, I can't, I have no recourse. They just get away with it. You know? So, you know, again, living here has made me see freedoms and the freedoms that ha- that, that, that are being curtailed in the states because, all right, so up until last weekend, they shit on the Second Amendment, the Fourth Amendment, the Fifth Amendment, the Ninth Amendment, and the Tenth Amendment, and, you know, uh, a flurry of amendments. But the First Amendment, nobody's ever really talked about curtailing until just recently. And now, now you got, a, you got half the country that wants to fucking criminalize speech. And that's just the beginning. Once you start criminalizing speech, they'll be like, all right, what other word do you, retarded. What other word do you want? You know, faggot. What other word do you want to criminalize? You know, it's going to be all these words that we use in fucking everyday conversation. You know, I say retarded because I'm a car guy. I know the difference between advanced timing and retarded timing, <laughs> you know? And if you can't, if you can't say retarded, then you can't call somebody advanced because it's the same fucking thing. Problem, you know, reaction, one, solution, it, Dave. The high galleon right. dialectic. 
It's, 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 how sure long have we talked about help? that? Long time. You sure you want to help me run this fucking hotel? <laughs> <laughs> I would love to. Trust I'm me. I'm down. Yeah, she's down. I'm down, but it's not time. It's not the right time to do that kind of thing. All right, let's take a break. We got We're a whole bunch. Say it's not time. We got a whole bunch more stuff to. No, I'm not always going to say that. Leap. Did I tell? Did Jump. I, wait a minute before we go, before we go. Did I tell you I'm moving? I'm moving across the lake to a house. Yes. Well, you didn't tell me. I've seen. I mean, I'm on your Facebook and I follow what you're doing. Right. 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 So I kind of know what you're so up I'm, to. I'm, 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 I'm going to a hippie place, and I'm going to be even happier over there. I, I've, I've been over there three times in the last week and a half because it's much better over there than it is here. And I, that's, I'm going to brag about it. Even I'm actually spending a significant amount of money to get uh, Internet over there so that I can continue to do the show. There you go. That's what I want to hear, Dave. Commitment. <laughs> Commitment, my friend. All right, guys, you listen to the first 52, RazRadioLive.com, Disruption Networks, Salty Talk Radio, Radio Free Blood, Radio Chaos. Uh, am I missing anybody? Radio Confluence. I know I'd get them all eventually. It takes a while to remember all the affiliates. I appreciate you guys for being there. Uh, we will be back in a couple minutes. We're going to get a little deeper into this. I think we need to discuss who this driver was. And uh, maybe it wasn't quite what we thought. We'll be back. Talk to you soon. I'm Sean Raz, and I screw words up. Stay tuned. The First 52 will be right back. To cut you into profit. Sean Raz from Raz Radio. Yeah, he's from Raz Radio. Raz is our guy. I'm your Sean Mother F and Raz. I'm with the Raz. I'm with the Raz right now. Where is Mother F and Raz? Join me, Sean Raz, for the first 52. Tuesday, 6 to 8 p.m., RazRadioLive.com. The simple power of truth.
Dear Mr. Policeman, them tickets you wrote for me costed over a grand. Didn't think that I was speeding, but you got me because. And since I know you wouldn't tell a lie, I guess that I was. Kind of struggling, so to not pay them is threatening my freedom. Thanks for showing up to court to make sure I didn't beat them. And we don't make it easy when we see y'all coming. Instead of just letting you beat us, we be struggling and running. I know you hate it when we make you have to use that stick. Sorry. And by the way, the taser and that pepper spray did the trick. I'm still walking funny. Hope my vision kicks back in I know that I was wrong, sir I'll never jaywalk again Somebody told me you was jealous Cause that car was brand new I said the police jealous? That can never be true Maybe one day I can be as clever as you You care about us So you monitor whatever we do Dear Mr. Policeman, why is everybody tripping? I just don't understand. I know you out here in the streets doing the best that you can. If I could meet you face to face, I would shake your hand. Dear Mr. Policeman, why is everybody tripping? I just don't understand. I know you out here in the streets doing the best that you can. If I could meet you face to face, I would shake your hand. Pardon me, Mr. Policeman. These cuffs are cutting off the blood flow to my hands. It's amazing how you kicked that dude all in his face and beat the case even though they had it all on tape. I know you love the people in the hood. How could you fake it? And that missing drug money, I know you didn't take it. I don't understand why people accuse you of hate. I know you only follow us to make sure that we safe. I saw nine of y'all against one, beating the brainless. That 65-year-old woman must have really been dangerous. Cleaning up the streets is your top priority. You qualify for this. Why would we question your authority? You only working hard following training. Why the hell are the Mexicans and blacks complaining? You gotta be the closest thing I've seen to perfect. And everybody that you locked up, they had to deserve it. Yeah. Dear Mr. Policeman, why is everybody tripping? I just don't understand. I know you out here in the streets doing the best that you can. If I could meet you face to face, I would shake your hand. Dear Mr. Policeman, why is everybody tripping? I just don't understand. I know you out here in the streets doing the best that you can. If I could meet you face to face, I would shake your hand. You got a like a little internet or podcasting show or something? Chocolate drop. Hold on, hold on, buddy. What is the chocolate drop a show about? Chocolate drop? Dropping on us. I kind of I will not listen if you don't tell me what it's about. It's about uh, uh, hip hop, rap, turd show, politics, man skewing, music. Hold on, hold on, buddy. Chocolate. It's every other guy that's got a podcast around here, okay? And where can people find the chocolate show? It's man skewing, yes? Rat turd show. RazRadioLive.com. There you go. Okay. And when does it air? Saturdays, 1 o'clock Eastern Time. Okay. And where can people find the chocolate show? RazRadioLive.com. There you go. I wish you the best to talk the chocolate drop. And so basically, it's about every other person that's not in real radio that's trying to get in radio and do a show. Rat turd show. Knock yourself out, kid. Rat turd show. The ra- <laughs> RazRadioLive.com. There you go. Gram of five, one star, the summon the evil one. Invoke the spirit of 
be the eagle They prey upon the mentally dead and dismembered people Lack of money is the boost to all evil When the towers of Babel hit the ground, man, that was the preview Hate the Muslims was the plan they used to deceive you To cut us off from the root of our God and live in peace from. They persecuted, prosecuted, they slaughtered all the prophets They get your bloody hands out of the poor man's pockets The same one who seduced the righteous into the fire The one who orchestrated the betrayal of the Messiah You can lose your own frames, ain't no escaping the hellfire The blood should be avenged from Abel to Zachariah Killers Bush crashed the planes into his own Masonic killers. I don't believe the paparazzi killed princes, died and turned to reach our youth and teach the truth. Ever since we took the towers down with the help of demolition charges, set by evil men who devil worship in lodges. Samyaza has returned to chilling the human body, assisting the government orchestrating the Illuminati. Full circle, another dark, painful cycle with more force than Metatron and the Archangel Michael. The apocalypse of dawn is like a magical pill. Wake up, the once more, Capitol Hill. Modern day Romans claim the worship of Nimrod is a rumor. Statue of Liberty made to reflect the ancient goddess of Sumer. Knights Templars who built their new Jerusalem in Scotland. Albert Pike, Scottish Rite, Luciferian doctrine. Skull and bones, Freemasons, and the build of birds. Sold to damn the chemical weapons that killed the Kurds. CIA, Knights of Malta, and the Jesuit generals. My programmers are MK Ultra and molesters of genitals. I don't believe in lying hit the towers. Why the fuck they ain't finding yet with all this power? I don't believe that the Muslims killed Malcolm. Devils knew we had the answer like Huey, they feared the outcome. I don't believe it was Osama or Islamic killers. Bush crashed the planes into his own Masonic killers. I don't believe the paparazzi killed princess died and turned to reach our youth and teach the truth ever since this lie. I'm fascinated with Hitler, man. I am. Just how the fuck that guy ever came in power. Because does he ever look like he's in a good mood in any of those clips? Everyone just, ah, ah, his fucking hair slapping around. There was nobody even in the beginning to be like, dude, is it me or this guy? This guy's a little crazy, huh? This guy's kind of a spaz. Total cock block. You can't even have him around women or nothing, you know? No, you know what? It's crazy people can take over shit. That's what it is. Like, regular people, we, I don't know, you just never say shit. You ever notice that? Like, you can be on a bus, 30 decent people, one crazy dude can take over the whole bus, right? Everybody's just sitting there, everything's great, then one crazy, ah, fuck it, just starts screaming. And the second that happens, all 30 people are like, ah, oh, the guy, everybody's like up against him. Does he got hepatitis? Everybody's freaking out. It's like, why doesn't everybody just pounce on the dude? I think every regular person should just have like a chloroform rag, like right in their front shirt pocket. And the second any crazy shit happens, if you're behind it, it's on you. You just pull it out and take the guy down. Everybody jumps on him, you tie him up. Then you tattoo possibly the next Hitler across his forehead. You keep an eye on him, right? No, but it's so hard. It's just hard to speak up. That's the shit, you know? Like I was in a Target the other day, right? Not bragging, you know? I was. And I'm standing there with a buddy of mine, right? He's a bouncer. He's a bouncer in this really, like, crazy bar. So he knows, like, all these scumbags. And it just so happens that one of them just so happens to come walking through the target. So my buddy goes to wave to him, like, hey, man, how's it going? And rather than this guy being like, ah, oh, you know, it's going pretty good, he just launches into this tirade about, like, like immigrants right in the middle of the target. 
He's like, how's it going? Tell you how it's going. These goddamn Mexicans keep coming to this country, taking all the fucking jobs. Immediately, everybody in line, like, ooh, Eminem, let's read the back of these for a while. Wow, look at that glucose. Is he still there? I'm not looking. I looked the last time. It's your turn to look. I am not looking. You just look. This guy was going off. Nobody did shit, including me. Including me. I wasn't looking at the guy. Even the people who worked at Target. They just kept ringing stuff up, like, ooh, three socks for a dollar. That's amazing. Think it's going to rain out? Fuck! Dude, it was a classic chloroform moment. This guy, he was doing, he was doing like a fucking Hitler open mic, you know? He was just going off. He was learning how to put thoughts together, right? How to speak in front of groups. Somebody should just came up, you know, threw some Skittles on the ground. You take them out. That's it. It's over. But nobody did shit. You knew there was like one guy working at Target, like some crazy dude peeking out from the back. Like, I like this guy. This guy's making a lot of sense, right? And he follows him out to the parking lot. They jump in his El Camino. Now there's two of them, right? Uh, welcome back to the first 52. RazRadioLive.com. Radio Free Blood. Radio Confluence. Radio Chaos. The Disruption Networks, and of course, Salty Talk Radio. We are here. We are going to do it. We got some more shit to talk about. You just wait, my friends. Just you wait. Tell me what you really like. Baby, I can take my time. We don't ever have... Oh, Bill Burr couldn't set it better. You know, there's crazies out there. There's always going to be crazies out there. Uh, crazies are what makes the world go round, unfortunately. It makes people think. Sometimes we need to be forced to think. Sometimes we just don't realize what's coming at us. Sometimes it's all contrived and made up. I don't know. I mean, that's just where I think. Portoed, I got you up. You're there, brother. I am here. You know, I want to remind everybody that for about two years now, I've been warning that I felt that Donald Trump was the next Hitler, that Donald Trump was going to allow the rise of craziness. I mean, did I not say that for Yeah, but how does he allow it to rise? What does he do? What did, what did he do? He just promotes it. He just, he allows it. Just like, just, I don't know. It, it, it's... It, right. It's a character, just like it? Bill Burr. Just it, it, you can't if you're part of it. If you believe in it, remember his father was was an alt right, a racist guy. He wants that. He's okay with it. It doesn't bother him. Listen, I gotta be honest. I'm about freedom, so maybe it's horrible for me to say this. I'm not saying I support it, but I I don't denounce it. Well, I denounce it, but I don't I don't say it shouldn't be because it's humanity. You can't change humanity. You can't legislate behavior. Mm-hmm. You could try and you can criminalize it and put people in jail for it, but it doesn't stop anything. You're giving me an ugly eye over there, honey. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. I'm just, uh, I was trying to listen and hear you out on finishing out that thought process. Well, and your thoughts on it, because you're giving me a look you like... You just about dug yourself in a hole, I felt I like. I dig myself in anything. Kind of felt like you were about to. Uh, about to. <laughs> well, come, come on, explain well, how I was about to. See, this is what happens when you when you when you side on the side of freedom, despite the fact that it could hurt people. You're you know either a Nazi or or anti-fascist. I didn't think being anti-fascist was a bad thing. Yeah, but when you're an 
anti-fascist. You're you're the group that you know is violent and calls out for the uh, curtailing of free speech. Meanwhile, that is the definition of fascism, right? Curtailing well, free speech. One of them. Yeah. Well, just government well, control. Uh, again, I'm I'm saying that I don't support what you believe, but I support your right to believe that. I support your right, right. to to pronounce what you believe. I just don't support your right to act on what you believe. It's same thing with like the Second Amendment, right? <clears throat> a lot of people support the people's right to own guns. Right. right. They don't own guns themselves, but they support their right. As long as you don't do anything bad with it, it's fine. Right. I, I support your right to own a gun. I don't support your right to go out and you know gun down twelve people because you just had a bad day. Right. For defense only. That's that's what the Second Amendment was for. It was for defense. It wasn't for hunting. It wasn't for uh, defending yourself against fellow human, uh, fellow citizen. It was actually designed to, to, to fight the, the government. government. Right. But of course, they tip those scales in in their favor so that you can't fight them. And that's what everybody says. Oh, you'd like to fight them, but you know, they, with their weapons, you can't um, you can't fight them. I'm like, it's funny how that turned out, isn't it? Yeah, it is kind of funny because we can't have the same weapons they have, so we can never win against them. Uh, I want to point out a right. couple factors uh, about this this uh, James Alex Fields Jr., the driver of the vehicle that that uh, ran down this 19 year old girl. Uh, you know, horrible incident. Uh, again, I don't support him, but th- there's some things as I was reading. Uh, who is it here? Heavy.com puts out, and they do it every time there's one of these things. They put out like five quick facts to know about this individual. Have you seen these before? Dave? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, I have. They're usually pretty damn good. Uh, and, and the five ones on this individual, as we read through them, keep in mind some of the five ones we've heard before. And, and the first one that really grabbed my attention when I pulled this up earlier today uh, James Alex Field Jr., a security officer. Hmm. Who else was a security officer, Dave? Do you remember? The uh, Pulse nightclub chair. Exactly. He worked for a security firm also. Did you know that James James Alex Fields was also uh, in the military? He was in the Army? I did not know that. James Alex Field was in the Army. He was enlisted from, hold on, i got to scan down to the bottom here where it says it. Where it says it. Oh, God, sorry. Uh, he was enlisted from August of 2016 until, no, August of 2016, no, uh, August of 2015 until December of 2016. He never completed, allegedly never completed his, uh, initial, he finished basic training, but never completed his AI, his ad- initial or additional training, which is kind of very similar to somebody maybe like, um, um, who was the Oklahoma City bomber? Uh, uh, um, Timothy McVeigh. McVeigh. He, he went in, he never finished his initial training. He said he was special ops. Uh, these are just things that as you read through make you wonder. Uh, what's going on here? The organizer of this event, I don't know his name off the top of my head, but the organizer of this event was a Clinton supporter, allegedly, and was an organizer of Occupy Wall Street. That doesn't sound like a conservative, right-wing crazy guy, does it? Nope. These are all things that are not being reported or not being discussed. These are all things that well, should be questioned. We already know that the media has a bias, right? And the media is biased 
uh, progressively. Um, so we're never going to get the, uh, the, the true thing. Like, look, look, the bottom line is somebody died. This guy killed somebody, right? Uh, I don't believe that, you know, somebody hit the back of his car. So he freaked out and ran into a bunch of people. Um, probably shouldn't have been driving down there anyway, but, um, what is my point here? Uh, I don't know. Just, I want, I want to talk about vacations. Well, we, we did that in the beginning. I mean, we got to be serious for a little bit. You know, it also says in this story here, um, that he was on pharmaceutical. I'm scanning as I'm, I'm trying to find where I read it. He was on, uh, he had some mental issues in the past and was on uh, a, a string of pharmaceuticals. We can add that to the list of questionable. Uh, I'm looking for where it says it as I'm, I'm as I'm saying it, but we can look at that as questionable uh, things that we need to look at also. Yeah, there are a lot of questions here, and I don't know if we'll ever get the right answers. Well, you know, do we ever again? No. Well, it takes 20 years to find out, and things are declassified. And by the time that happens, you know, everyone involved has been dead. Um, but you know, th- this is just the way it is. But I, I, I don't really care about him. 9-11 transcripts show that field... Well, see, we have to care about him because there could be something here. <laughs> what? He doesn't. He doesn't have to. <laughs> no, he doesn't have to. Right, I don't. You, you don't, I don't have I don't to, fucking but... live there anymore. And, and the more <laughs> the shit happens, the, le- the less of a chance I'm going back it is. 9-11 transcripts show that Field's mom, Samantha Bloom, had called 9-11-911 twice in the past, saying that he beat her and threatened her with a knife. Associated Press reported Florence Police Department records said a call was made in 2011. She said her son was holding a 12-inch knife. An earlier call from 2010 showed Bloom saying that Fields had smacked her in the head and locked her in the bathroom. He did. Yeah, she's, she was in a wheelchair, right? <laughs> no. He did this because she told him to stop playing video games, she said in the call. She said in the call he was also <clears throat> taking medications to control his temper. That's what I, that's uh, what I was looking for. Derek Weimer, Derek Weimer, Weimer, a high school teacher of Fields, said that Fields was diagnosed with schizophrenia and had been on antipsychotic medications. Richmond.com reported. Bingo. So this is adds to the to the conspiracy of this guy. Yeah, you, do, you, do you notice that every time we hear that there are drugs or that there, there is psychotic drugs involved, we hear about it from a third party. You know, it's never from the doctor. It's never from the drug, um, uh, the, uh, the drug manufacturer. No, no, not the drug manufacturer. We never hear oh. about it because, you know, they like to pull blood and, and see report, what, if the, he's uh, on weed. Right. He, right. But if he's on weed, they'll say, oh, yeah, he's on weed. But they won't say that he was on, you know, Lexapro or, or what. Oh, well, no, well, keep, 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 <laughs> <laughs> keep in mind here. Keep in mind here. We're talking about 2010 and 2011. He didn't go in the military until 2015. So he went in the military mm-hmm. on antipsychotic medications, which is a perfect candidate for an MK Ultra type thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's weird. right. And that, look, going down these conspiracy holes, I don't really like doing that anymore. But you know, I kind of see that to. they're valid. Be- <laughs> well, I see I, again. I see that they're valid because you might dig up stuff that are that's actually true. You might not be true in, in the path, but you, you're picking up stuff that uh, adds to the total picture. <clears throat> oh, Field's father was killed by a drunk driver just a few months after he was born. 
that's how he got the money uh, to afford the car. It went into a trust fund, and at 18, he demanded the money yep. and uh, bought the car and moved out. Yep. And then, you know, look, as a car guy, I, it hurts me to see that car damaged the way it was, but. Uh, uh, I've seen reports. I've seen some reports on the conspiracy th- sites of witnesses saying that that um, the car pulled up and Fields was already handcuffed on the ground, and some other guy came out and they put him back in the car and pulled him out. Yeah, yeah. You know, at this point, I gotta I gotta rely on just I can't rely on eyewitness statements. I gotta rely on pictures, you know, or video, um, because there people lie on both sides. Like, all right, so just to give you an idea, how many women in the month of October between September, October, November came out and said that Trump um, grabbed them, sexually the abused them? Right, right. Too many. How many people <laughs> were talking about this? After election day, and what happened to those women? None. They all lied, right? No, no, no. Maybe, well, it appears that they all lied because uh, it's it's not an issue. Or they're paid so, provocateurs to cause disruption during the election. Whatever, right? So I don't trust I don't trust any any uh, eyewitness report anymore because it could easily be uh, used to garner. Um, that's why, that's why he does, that's why he doesn't believe me on chemtrails, honey, because he doesn't believe eyewitness reports anymore. No. Oh my lord! <laughs> Sorry, Dave, I had to. I love you. You know I love you. <laughs> you know I love you, brother. I had to. Go ahead. Yeah. Continue your thought. I had to. Go ahead. No, you derail it. So it's, it's on you now. <laughs> He's like, no. You figure out what to say now, because I'm done talking. Uh, <laughs> is changing the Constitution the only way to fix Washington? Yes. Legally, that's the only way to do it. Next uh, month, you know, next month, delegations of state lawmakers will travel to Phoenix, Arizona, to attend what organizers say will be the first formal convention of states since the Civil War. They will gather at the Capitol inside the turquoise-carpeted House chamber and draw up rules for a hoped-for future meeting, a convention to draft an amendment to the United States Constitution. No amendment convention has taken place since the Constitution was written over 200 years ago, but the idea is gaining steam now. Stoked by groups on the left and right that say amending amendments drafted and ratified by states are the last best hope for fixing the nation's broken political system and dysfunctional, some say even tyrannical, federal government. We have a Congress in the United States made up of two bodies, House and Senate. They are incapable of restricting their own power, said Texas Senator or Texas State Senator Brian Birdwell, a Republican, with the conventions. He said states are stepping up or stepping in to clean up the mess. Any thoughts on what I've read so far, Dave? No. No thoughts at all. Well, what, what are well, they I proposing? Go... I mean, what is it? Is there the... anything regarding that in there? Well, the current push for a convention began in the early years of the Obama administration, which a lot of us stood up against. Dave, you and I spoke no. against doing this. In, 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 listen, in 2012, 2013, you and I stood up saying, no, we cannot address, we cannot change the Constitution. We cannot do a uh Congress, uh, constitutional yeah. congressional no. review or whatever it was, you know. Constitution, <laughs> constitution, constitutional convention. Right. Um, 
But I, at this point, I'm all for it. If you want to do something, do it legit. And, you know, eventually when the Constitution changes, enough people are going to, you know, enough states are going to be like, oh, fuck this. Like California wants to get out of, this, of the United States. You know, there are certain um, other, you know, conservative country, uh, states that want to get out. Vermont, New Hampshire, they all want to secede. I'm all for it, man. Let's break up the fucking federal government and let's hope that the uh, the states will not impose borders, will not. Uh, what have I been saying we'll, for years, Dave? Uh, you been my friend for years what have i been saying for years the only way to fix this problem dissolve the federal government return the power back to the states and then rebuild the federal government so i guess maybe that's the same thing so you know there there is a silver bullet that'll actually take care of all this right where does the federal government get all their power from the 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 fact the fact that they can tax they they can get their own money right because IRS the is what I was going to say. Seventeenth yeah. Amendment, I think it is, or Sixteenth Amendment, whatever amendment that they created that that allowed them to tax your income. Um, then they were that, then they went from uh, state control to people's to get the money themselves, so that and then they can give the money back to states to bribe them, and that's where they get all the control. Get rid of the fucking income tax, you will get control back. That's it. Silver bullet. One thing. Strike at the root. Get it done. Nobody will do it because my roads and the services and the, you know, like fucking Matt Mazer, you know, is all for it because, uh, he thinks it's all going for good, but real, but he doesn't realize that it's going for bad. You know, it's re- it, it, it really is the core reason why the federal government has taken so much control and, and, and enacted unconstitutional things like the FDA, the EPA and the, 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 the uh, National Department of Education. You know, they've taken away the power of the state and uh, corrupted it to, 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 to all ends. It's it's so simple, but nobody will fucking do it. The mechanicism, the mechanicism. <clears throat> Mechanis, the mechanic, mechanism, mechanism, the founders mechanism. gave, thank you. You can't even see the word I'm trying to read. You got it. The me- mechanism the founders gave us for fixing Washington in, is Article 5. Gorch said, Article 5 of the Constitution says Congress shall call a convention for proposing amendments when two thirds of states ask to do so. Proposed amendments would have to be ratified by three quarters of state legislation, legislators just like amendments proposed by Congress. Article 5 does not say how delegates would be selected or what they'd be legally empowered to discuss, but supporters say it is possible to infer what the founders meant by looking at the their other writings and political norms of the 18th century America. According to Guttdakai, Heartland Institute colleague <laughs> Rob Nadelson, early conventions... Early conventions of state discussed a single topic that state legislators defined ahead of time. Most most recent state resolutions call for an amendment convention are inspired by four national advocate, advocacy campaigns. The resolutions call for an amendment on a particular topic, but not but don't endorse any specific amendment language. So nobody really knows how to address this or move into this is what it kind of sounds like. Yeah. Well, because nobody knows what the Constitution means anymore. You know, they get, they get elected. They they swear to uphold the Constitution and they wipe their ass with it because they don't even understand it. Um, 
what they could do if they really want to do what 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 instead of the federal Congress, if a state wants something done, because what two thirds of the states, so what is that? Uh, thirty three uh, states? Well, no, no, not thirty three. No, we're talking about um, fifty here. So uh, is it 50 so fifty divided now? by two thirds equals six hundred and fifty eight? Yeah, right. Whatever. A lot of states. Uh, more more than twenty five. <laughs> <laughs> so more than twenty five states have to come together. To, to, to get this constitutional uh, amendment passed, and then it has to be passed by three-fifths of the state, which is more than 25 uh, <laughs> as well. Um, so Math isn't doing you well right now, is it? No, I was never good at math. All right, well, it's, 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 so it's uh, if it's if it's a hundred, then it's sixty six. Yeah, it's 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 thirty three states, and then it would be um, four fifths or three fifths is sixty seventy something. So it would be it would turn out to be like anywhere between thirty three and forty or thirty three and thirty seven states that have to get this together. And they the states can't fuck can't can't agree on anything if you want to push something the state itself should actually make a constitutional amendment and say okay this is what we're going to do and then lead the way like california did with with um well they didn't do it but, let's um, not support california the, too much here well no, i'm just saying they made something happen right with with the medical marijuana and now over you know after 20 years over half the states have, have legalized marijuana uh, for medical use. Unfortunately, the legislation of Florida can't get their heads out of their asses and figure out how to implement what the state, the people of the state want, which is, is frustrating in itself. It just goes to show you how government yeah, and here, at all levels fucks you. Right. Right. And, and here's the thing is there's so many towns across Florida that want to, uh, disallow, uh, dispensaries in there, but it's, it's unconstitutional. It's in the Constitution that they have access to this. It's unconstitutional, and, and this just proves how fucking stupid and how you know how uneducated these legislators are. They don't even know when shit's unconstitutional. Yeah, it's very sad. I mean, we we again we see this go on, Dave. This is not like that. This is what's so frustrating to me at this point in time. Nine years, eight, nine, ten years, however long it's been that I've been paying attention to to all these different things. I've watched people I've supported and loved and, and learned from, you know, spin themselves or, or convert themselves to something else. Obviously, Alex Jones is somebody I'm speaking of. Uh, have you seen him mm-hmm. speak out about agent provocateurs as he would have eight years ago when when we see these attacks I, I happening? I totally don't even... The only thing that I see, the only thing I saw with uh, him was uh, that uh, LED uh, spinning thing. Oh, and that, the that fidget spinner, yeah, that was, I couldn't believe I yeah. saw that. I was like, are you kidding? And he looks like a fucking freak. You know, he's, it, it, it's I saw so him on Joe Rogan, too, and I that was even, great. I just, I, I couldn't only, I couldn't only, I love Joe Rogan, and I love, uh, and the other guy that he has with him is total crazy, too. Um, I, I couldn't deal with it anymore. He's just, he's so out of control. And, and even like Rogan talks about him over the last couple of podcasts. He talks about, him, yeah, he's my friend. He's, he's just crazy. He goes, but he's riding a lot of things. And he points out something that he was right. He actually, Joe Rogan says, I never knew what an agent provocateur was until, um, I him. Jones, yeah. and I didn't know, I didn't know that there was, you know, what Florida was. And, uh, he goes, you know, I listened to him. I actually had to go, I had to drive to, 
the pain handle one night and I just loaded my pot, my thing up with Alex Jones. Like, all right, let me, let me take a listen to this. And, you know, when I got home, I fucking looked at my, my, uh, toothpaste and it says, if more than a piece as amount is used, call poison control. I was like, son of a bitch, this motherfucker's right. There's poison in my toothpaste. Alex Jones made me who I was. He's the one that, I mean, we've talked this story, honey, me with the, with the yellow legal pad, you know, sitting in bed <laughs> with a laptop on my lap. Watching Obama deception in 2009. Yep, he made you crazy. He, he did. He made me crazy. And, and you know what? I don't, I don't dis, disheart. I, I don't have disheart for anything I learned from listening to him. I'm just, I, it, it just goes to show you the change in people and, and what money can do to anybody. I, I mean, if somebody came to me with a $7 million contract right now, would I change my way? Would I yes. flip over? And- <laughs> $7 million. Thanks, honey. Shit, if somebody sure. gave me $70,000, i would be like, yeah, man, okay. trust him in. <laughs> give, it a, give it a whirl. Sure. Right, yeah. Well, as long as we could buy a place outside the country we were about to destroy, then maybe, I guess. <laughs> and I could get my family and everybody out of it, then okay, maybe i take the $7 million. But, I mean, that's what it can Look, when that Rolling Stone... You don't... <laughs> You don't need seven million, man. Uh, so you know, I pay two seventy five a month for this place here. It's a one room. Uh, How do I get thrown under the bus here? Because I'm not throwing you under the bus. I mean, you don't need seven million dollars, man. You you could you could live on twenty four thousand dollars a year and live well. I was making a point. Everybody threw me under the bus. My that's the way I feel, at least. I mean, I think you guys well, you backed it up. Well, what Dave and I are saying yeah. is, we'd sell out for less than seven million. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Oh, fucking ain't oh, right. So you didn't throw me. You threw yourselves under the bus. All right. Because I yeah. wouldn't sell out well, for $7 million. I, I, Bullshit. No. Bullshit. I, if I gave you $50,000 to never do this radio show again, you'd fucking do it. Nope. You're bullshit. Oh. Nope. I would make him do it. <laughs> yeah. New boat, new car. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I wouldn't buy the boat I want. 50000 wouldn't buy the boat I want. I would burn this radio station to the ground. <laughs> 50000 wouldn't buy me the boat I wanted, Dave. So I'd, I'd need more like, you know, maybe 700000 Then we could discuss it. I took care of it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that, that 44-foot uh, trawler I'm looking to buy is about $50,000. It probably needs $50,000 or it'll work. No. Where are you going to go with it anyway? With you what? Know, I, I'm going to well, go away. I, I I'm going to go away. What, look, if I ever have a thing. fucking houseboat and the ability to not have to talk to anybody again, I'm going away. Right, Lexi so will tell we'll you that's what, all I want to do, honey. We'll see. We'll yes. see what happens in two years, right? Because that's that's. I'm not coming home in November. I'm coming home probably February, March. Do right? we still need I've to find been, you a place or no? Yes, because okay. um, uh, it's just got to delay it a little more because I, I've been spending money like a drunken sailor. Uh, so I didn't save any money. Plus, it cost me, uh, I, you know, I spent $2,000 a motorcycle, uh, $1,700 to get my, um, my citizenship. Um, so I, I just burnt through all my money. Uh, so I have to stay a little bit longer. I'm now on a budget. I'm only, I'm only living on a thousand bucks a month. Um, and I'm saving a thousand bucks a month. Um, <laughs> so I'll have $6,000 when I come home. Uh, which means I should be able to get an apartment and a cheap car for that much money. And then I, hopefully I could start, um, working and making some extra money on the side. And then and hopefully within a year, I'll have a fucking boat. So February and then or March. Like a houseboat yeah. type boat, you think? No, a trawler, a, a liveaboard, because that's the only way I'm going to be able to live on a thousand bucks a month. Um, cause the, 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 the marinas are about 700 bucks a month. Um, 
It comes with electricity, water, and um, some of them have internet, so I don't have to pay any of that. Then I, I could I could easily live on three hundred dollars a month in food. Uh, but then again, I'll never have to. I'll never move the boat. So let's just say twelve, thirteen hundred dollars a month. Um, that's if I don't work. But if I work, I could uh, I could certainly make it. If I found you like a trawler and a Vespa for like six grand, and you can just skip the apartment thing. <laughs> You couldn't find me a trawler for six grand. I don't need. I don't even need a Vespa. I already have a motorcycle in that country. I just got to put like a thousand dollars into it. This needs a lift to get it on the boat with. Yeah, but here's the deal. I want to work a little bit more anyway because I want to. Um, you know, I'm going to be a grandfather. I don't know how involved in, in their lives I'm going to be, but I'm going to be a grandfather, and I want to be able to at least help out it, it, when the time comes. Uh, I think. I think my son's arraignment was today. Um, which they plead, you know, they're going to plead not guilty. I don't know when the court date is. Um, but, uh, you know, I want to be able to pull the trigger if something needs to be done. And I don't, you know, again, I don't know what the fuck their status of their relationship. I, I've, I've, I've like divorced myself from everything in the States. I yeah. talk to you more than I talk to my mother or son combined. Well, you should talk to your mother. I get the son things. So I'm, I'm going through kind of a very similar thing with my son. Uh, you know what happened before. And then I found out yeah, recently yeah. that something happened again. Uh, right, so right. it's kind of been rough. I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not being adversarial about it. Like I don't want to talk to him because I think he's a dick. I'm, I don't want to talk to him because I don't want to hear the bullshit. And you know, like I've saved his ass so many fucking times. And he's done, he's done the wrong thing every time, and you know, uh, uh, essentially kind of, you know, fucked me over. And I'm kind of um, in. I don't want to talk to him because he's being a dick mode. So yeah. that's my response to that one. But yeah, yeah, I get you. I get yeah. you. Oh, you got to do what you got to do, and you got to make decisions based on what's. And I've learned this. It's a hard lesson to learn. You all right over there, honey? Yep. It's a hard lesson to learn. Sometimes you have to just make decisions based on what's better for you, and um, yeah, that's that's kind of yeah. how I'm, I'm doing things. I'm making decisions based on that. Yeah. Right, and you look like you're having the time of your. You, you guys are having the times of your life with the boat and all that shit. I'm having the time of my life down here. You know, um, I think everyone should be having the time. I wish everyone could live as happy as I am right now. You know, and it doesn't take much. It would be nice. I mean, that, that's all, that's all we try to promote and, and. Yeah, you were just saying the other day, I don't think I could ask for anything more, really. I'm I, just so yeah, happy. Yeah, right? You guys so, got I the was. world by the balls. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we're having a good time. Uh, the only thing I could ask for is not being on call anymore, so I go on my boat yeah, more that often. That's nice. the only thing that I really like. <laughs> Slight schedule change yeah. would be good. Right, right. The on call well, for work I... is kind of screwing the boat time up, but we get through it. So work on that. You know, try to see if you can get yourself a different well, job. I don't know what. The... No, no, my job's I've pretty good. I've been saying that forever. Yeah. He's not leaving it. No. He likes it. It's too comfortable. It's a comfortable job. That's true. He. Right, you walk out your door, you're at work. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, you know, and it's not a bad job. They take the new company takes really good care of us. Uh, I just mm-hmm. need to eliminate the idiot I work under directly, <sighs> but oh, that'll that be that'll be dealt loud. with soon enough. You know, everything everything is its thing. I'm waiting for my wife to move forward on her thing because she knows what my plan. I want a food truck. <laughs> I just want a food You're truck. God damn it! Yeah, I, 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 I that will never go away. I need to go finish dinner. So. All right. Well, wait. I need you for this last story. You don't need to finish it. We can eat a little later. No, it's school night. Yeah, well, you're gonna have to wait. He <laughs> like can he's wait. Back at school. He's already frustrating me anyway. So <sighs> yeah. He's anyway, been there like fifty times. Uh, one last thing that we've talked about forever, and this will bring us to the end of the show. Trust me. I, I know this This should pull us together. Well, it's not going to pull us together. It might separate it a little bit, but it'll pull us together in the long run. Um, 
I guess the point I'm trying to point out through all this conversation is that everything we talk about is coming true or a fact or something we need to concern ourselves with. Mm-hmm. This is a Bloomberg Business Week article that came up on the 9th, right when we got home from vacation. Monsanto was its own ghostwriter for some safety reviews. Oh, wait, ghostwriter? Imagine that. Uh, wait, wait, big organizations like pharmaceuticals might actually write effectancy uh, reports on vaccines and make them positive? Efficacy. Efficacy. Yeah, what she said, too. <laughs> so let's see here. Monsanto Company started an ag- agricultural revolution with its Roundup Ready seeds genetically modified to resist the effects of its blockbuster herbicide called Roundup and also aluminum that they spray in chemtrails. That ability to kill weeds while leaving desirable crops intact helped the company turn Roundup's activity, active ingredient, the chemical glyso, glyphosate, into one of the world's most used crop chemicals. When that heavy used use raised health concerns, Monsanto noted that the herbicide safety had repeatedly been vetted by outsiders. But now there's new evidence that Monsanto's claim of righteous scientific reviews are su- suspicious. I couldn't see that happening. Vaccines? Mm-hmm. That doesn't happen. Dozens of internal Monsanto emails released on August 1st by plaintiffs, lawyers, who are suing the company reveal how Monsanto worked with an outside consulting firm to induce the scientific journal Critical Reviews in Tox- Toxicology to publish a purported independent review of Roundup's health effective effects that appears to be anything but. The review published along with four subpapers in September 2016 um, was aimed at rebuting the 2015 assessment by the International Agency for, Can- for Research on Cancer that glyphosate is a problem. Yeah, what he said is a probable human <laughs> carcinogen. The finding by the cancer research arm of the World Health Organization, which, you know, I don't support them, but led California last month to list, gly- what is it, Dave? Glyphosate, I think. Thank you. As a known human carcinogen. It also spurred more than a hot, uh, more than a thousand lawsuits in state and federal courts by plaintiffs who claim they con- contracted non-Hopskin lymphoma from Roundup exposure now if you listen to doc days which i run regularly here on raz radio we glyphosate hold on glyphosate is what it is glyphosate not not phosphate which is glyphosate yeah i I was saying glyphosate yeah but i I googled it and i got the right thing there you go see that's why i like you dave you google things (sighs) don't look at me like that um One of the documentaries I run. On please, the- can 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 somebody please isolate that? Don't look at me like that and put it in a promo or some <laughs> shit like that. That was fucking fantastic. One of the things that we have, you know, that that this movie promotes is the world according to Monsanto, and it talks about how the 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 locals in Mexico and different countries don't want to use Roundup, but they're being forced to. How they won't spray it on the snails and different, just different things. Now we're seeing the lies coming through. And, honey, you do a lot of vaccine research. You do a lot of pharmaceutical research. My argument with um, peer-reviewed studies is that a lot of that is 
ghost written or written to support the fact? No, it all depends on the on the um the place. Uh there there's a specific one that has a lot of bullshit, you know, peer review, it's all bullshit, but uh there are definitely solid peer review things. It, it it's a sound um Method. I don't know. Everything I've googled about peer review shows that it's just a bunch of bullshit, Dave. It can be bought. It can be bought yeah. on any level and any side and any time. Yeah, and but you, you know you, that as well as I. You, you just said that you, I was buyable. You believe wait, wait, wait. All, you, you all just said research. you just said I was buyable at fifty thousand dollars. You and my wife both said that. So you're telling me some doctor isn't going to write the report that they want to be written because they're not buyable, but yet I'm buyable. <laughs> all right, did you wait, see, spin that did, shit right you, back on you, brother? Oh, no, I didn't I'm not know you were mad did, about it. <laughs> did you did you see, <laughs> did you see uh, that the uh, the opioid uh, companies how much they bought off how much they spent per doctor to buy them off for prescribing opioids? Of course. It's, why do it's you like, think fucking weed like, is still fucking illegal? You know, it's like fifteen hundred dollars per doctor. Yeah, you know, it's so it's sellout. So, so fucking cheap. Right, right. They don't it, care right, about so, humanity. That's the problem. They don't care about we care more about humanity than the average doctor in this fucking country right now. Well, not only that, they're also bound by all these r- rules and regulations set up by the federal government. You know, you can't um, practice holistic health or, or n- naturopathy or, or allopathy. I mean, you can allopathy. They they make it illegal. I just posted a, an article today that they finally figured out the the uh, the thing in magic mushrooms that makes it um, uh, therapeutic. And my my you know everyone was oh that's great that's great. And I I my my article my uh, caption was they don't let you use it until you can patent it. Then they'll then they'll let you use it because it's all about the money and the control. And um, God damn it, I'm glad I'm here. Well, you really oh, it makes me I, sad I suggest, when you say that, though. It does. No, we you should. You. you guys should. You guys should come. You guys come here, even with the kid. You probably won't want to go back. I can't leave the states, Dave. How many times do I have to explain I, this to I you? Know. I can't I'm, get a I'm passport. Not, I know. Well, you can. You just have to. It's just going to cost you. Um. Yeah, more than I have right yeah. now. Yeah. Well, you know. Well, <laughs> apparently, getting a passport is not top priority because. You bought a boat and a van. <laughs> the things I needed. Well, the boat I didn't need, but the van I needed. Trust me, I I, I love the fact that um that you're out having a good time on a boat because I kind of, that's that's you know the second biggest reason why it's forty nine percent of the reason why I want to come back is so that I could live on a boat. You know. Well, we want to come back I, so you can come out with us. So we'll take it. We, I mean, shit. If you live right up the road, you'll be out on the boat with us every weekend. That we're out. Bulls- bullshit! I'll be out there on my own boat. <laughs> I'll be like, come, come meet me in this, oh, in yeah. this spot. Well, we can do that. Hey, I posted a picture. I don't actually I didn't post that on Facebook. That was we, cool. We were going down, and there were there these were two houseboats tied up together. Yeah, there were, were these so two high houseboats anchored and tied up together, right on the intercoastal, going through our area there. Oh. Nice. Yeah, that's. I, was, I said, Alexa. I said, look, we can make houseboat friends and just tie up together and hang out and go from boat to boat. Well, that's party. actually a thing. It's it's called uh, swingers tying up that's or ramping up or something. Swingers? No, 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 no. no that's, it's a well, that, that's ramping that, up. That, I mean, that people, we're going to ramp up tonight, honey. You better be wow. ready. Yeah, I, no. I was uh, we were I was on a boat. We were tied up, and we were I was on a small little you know twenty <laughs> twenty three footer. I be tied footer. up on a boat. And I and I got you know when I had to pee, I got off and went on to the bigger boat <laughs> to go pee and use their head. You know, can't say bathroom. <laughs> um, it, it, you just you, you don't even know. Like I'm just biting at the chomps here, Dave. <laughs> 
keep going. <laughs> People don't know that side of me, really. <laughs> my crazy, you know my crazy side. Not that side. Yes. I mean, but you know I... You're not drunk enough to actually to, to have it come out yeah, uh, being good an tonight. hour ago. Yeah, no, I'm being good. <laughs> Definitely being good. Uh, just so you guys know, make sure you tune in to the Disruption Networks tonight. E's, B's, and Beats. Yes, I can say it right, Z. Wow. E's, B's, and Beats. They'll be up uh, right after me on the Disruption Networks there. Z, I hope you're listening to hear that I got it right. E's, B's, and Beats. Get it down. Do it right. Uh, great show. If you like music, they, that's what they cover over there. Uh, I... I I got to get everything. Uh, Media Monarchy is on Radio Confluence. After us on Raz, I don't think there is anything right now. We got to fix all that. We got to get is more. It, is it broken? We need more. We need more. More, 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 $50,000 and you'll forget it all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you fucker. <laughs> the doctors can't be paid off to pay right fake things. That would never happen. Chemtrails aren't real. There's they're not, not. There's not oh, 91 additional... Uh, uh, did, did you know if you research it, the Earth is flat? You know what? It's a global conspiracy <laughs> to, 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 to tell you that the Earth is flat. Well, NASA is lying to you. Some, some things just aren't true, Dave, unfortunately. Oh, but chemtrails I, are I, true. Believe me, I know. Some things <laughs> just aren't true. No matter how hard I wanted to, to, them to be and how much research I tried to find uh, to, 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 to prove it, but it only disproved it. Uh, well, it'll come down. Don't worry. I'm still positive on that yeah, one. Yeah, you've been saying that for five fucking years. Uh, maybe seven, but that's okay. <laughs> well, to me, you've been longer. saying it for five years. They've been doing a really good job at hiding it. It's been a long fucking time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they do a good job at hiding it. Last thing. Uh, do you think we should attack the Philippines, Mike? Uh Mikey. I was going to call you Mikey. Wow. <laughs> Dave, should, really? we attack, should we attack the Philippines? No. No, I don't think we should attack the Philippines. I don't think we should attack North Korea. I don't think we should attack... Uh, I don't think the, the Trump should impose sanctions on Venezuela. I don't think Trump should impose sanctions on Russia. I think Trump, I think the president of this country, whoever the fuck it is, should stop sticking our nose where it doesn't belong. You know what's funny about that is, and this is where I was kind of going with this, we want to talk about attacking ISIS in the Philippines. I'm sure there's some kind of resource we want there. Uh, we, we, we see, uh, the, the threat of using military action in Venezuela to prevent a, a dictatorship from growing. Uh, but then yet we question whether Russia had any hand in our election. But yet we want to stick our dick in everybody else's bullshit. Maybe we should stop blaming everybody for our issues here in our country and leave everybody alone in their own countries. Hallelujah. That's kind of where I believe and where I stand. Let's let's deal with our yeah. own stuff. And I've always said this. Let's get our own backyard in order before we worry about anybody else's. Well, we shouldn't worry about anybody else's. All right. If anything, if they if they want our help, they should pay us. And, you know, people can voluntarily get together and join Blackwater and go over and handle it. But, you know, take taking our young men and women and bringing them over there so that they could die of a, 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 a war for for money. Uh, is just ridiculous. Well, fuck Blackwater you know? because you know they are talking about privatizing the the war in Afghanistan. So mm -hmm. maybe yeah. maybe we should remember what happened when we did this in Iraq. All right, you know, Dave. Any final you know, thoughts, wait, my friend? Wait, you know that guy who owns Blackwater or whatever the the name is now doesn't even live in this country anymore. Yeah, of course he doesn't because it would be too dangerous for him to because he murdered people. Anyway, final thoughts from uh, Guatemala, Dave. 
Uh, I love it. Uh, every, well, again, everyone should find their own uh, Lake Atitlan uh, paradise where you feel comfortable and uh, be happy. Because again, I'm having the time of my life. I I uh, I, I kind of I, I broke up with the girl again because she just gave me the littlest amount of drama, and I was like, I don't need that in my life again. You know? Or was this from the last was time? That at the beginning of the well, show. Well, each time, each time that we have... <laughs> was that that phone I, call? It seemed, it seemed, well, no, no, that's a different phone call. Our dog, I don't know if you've seen the, the, the pictures of the dog that follows us around. Right, yeah, I have. Uh, she, she was just out walking with him and he got hit by a motorcycle. Aww. That's sad. He's alive. He, he's, he's fine. But Did she called to do right that hit him? No, no, the guy just rode off. It, it's common here. Because the fucking dog's walking the street. It, it doesn't surprise me. It's like, yeah, uh-huh. run the human down. That's the same thing. Fuck it. That happens. Which I feel, if you're going to walk in the street, fuck it. Get run down. sidewalks. (laughs) We have rules and regulations for stuff. All right, Four Toad. I love you, brother. Love you too. Honey. All right. What you got, baby? Not much. Stay safe, be happy. Stop hating on each other. Love you. Peace out. Let's investigate the consequence of a bittersweet loss of sense, a weapon in a war against ourselves. The setting sun is loading guns, don't be afraid of mistakes, emotions misplaced, to love or to hate. I don't know what to do, we're all lost and confused, just get through in this world always trying to prove that we're worth what it takes but it takes a long time in the dirt to see grace when i'm trying to be real they tend to be fake when i'm risking it all with no time to waste fuck this bad race i'm leaving this place it's time to blast off destination space With the sunset hung behind us And the universe to blind us From the moon we'll watch the whole world explode Moving free unguided through the beautiful The silent with the light show From a passing UFO of the unknown please don't go and I don't know how I got here or how I'm getting home but right from day one I've been in this alone with arms stacked against I've been drowning in stress they said, can you take more? I said, give me what's left. An old man once told me, Allie, don't ever look back. Keep your eyes on that prize and give them hell to your death. This is a test, just a frequency check for intelligent life. Now it's time to connect. It's an SOS, the death has been sent. So now we just wait and hope for the best.
The sunset hung behind us In the universe to blind us From the moon we'll watch the whole world explode Moving free and guided Through the beautiful asylum When the light shone from a passing UFO Lost in the glow Of the so much thanks the first 52 is the bump diggity
Yeah.